How can you buy a business with no money in 2024? Or put another way, what are the best ways to finance a business purchase? Well, let's talk about the different options that you have available. When you buy a company, you obviously can just pay cash if you have that, but most people don't have the amount of cash needed to buy a company. The next option is you can go to a bank. You can get an SBA loan typically. Right now you can finance 90% of the business purchase price with an SBA loan, which means you only need to come up with 10% yourself. That can be a great option, but you have those regular loan payments that need to be made to the local bank, which the bank then turns over to the SBA. What is the SBA? That's the Small Business Administration in the United States. It is a government agency that provides business loans at a very low interest rate compared to what other rates are out there to help incentivize people to buy or build businesses. Another option is seller financed. So you can buy a business and have the sale price financed by the seller. This is sometimes called a leverage buyout. It is sometimes considered like a contract for deed. Essentially, it means if you make certain payments, so you agree on a sale price. So let's say, for example, you decide I'll buy the business for a million dollars. You then agree to make payments over three years or five years or perhaps even longer to the seller of the business and you get to run the business in the meantime. And you keep all the profits from the business in the meantime. Another option is to get a loan from friends or family members. So you might buy a million dollar business by getting a loan from a parent, for example, or from an aunt or uncle. Another option is to Borrow against your 401k. So you can pull money out of your 401k or borrow against it to buy a business. Another option is to find investors. So it might be angel investors. These are typically people who have had financial success and decide they are interested in investing in small businesses. Likewise, venture capital is the next phase where typically these are going to be companies that have a fund ready to invest in small businesses. Let's talk though about why that's such a challenge. Usually angel investors and venture capitalists recognize that a small business is a high risk. And so they usually only want to invest in businesses that have an ability to scale many times, like 20 times. So for example, if you're buying a little retail bakery on the main street of a small town, that's not the kind of business that an angel investor or a venture capitalist is interested in investing in because sure, you might be able to increase the sales by 10 or 20%, but a venture capitalist wants to see the ability to increase sales by 2,000% or 4,000%. So even a 50% increase is typically not attractive to a venture capital fund or a venture capitalist, likewise an angel investor. 
What's the difference between the two? Usually angel investors invest a smaller amount and it's just a single individual investing, where a venture capitalist may be investing a million or more, or 500,000 or more, and often it's a fund of venture capitalists, so they pool their money to have diversified risk. Every venture capitalist might put in a million dollars, now they have 10 million, and they may allocate that at 500 to a million per investment, and so that's a way to diversify how many investments they have. They each essentially have a little bit of each one. All right, so we've talked a little about the problems with venture capitalists and talked about the problems of angel investors. What's the problem with SBA? Well, it's a loan and you have to keep making that payment every month. And so that can be a real challenge. Also, it can be a pain to set up. They require a lot of financials working with the bank. I actually find that a lot of business acquisitions are done through SBA. But the most popular way that a business is financed is seller financed. So when you're buying a business, often you are paying the seller based on a set rate and a purchase price that was agreed in advance. This has a lot of risks, and I'll cover this more in the next live session we have, but the risks are if you don't run the business successfully, you might be destroying the business and then the seller doesn't have payments from you because you don't have money or proceeds coming in, and the seller no longer has the business. So as a result of that risk, sellers often want to keep control of the business, which you don't want. If you're buying a business, you don't want to buy it and then have somebody else control it. Or the sellers hold on to the shares, and you don't get the shares until you've paid the last dollar. And that provides some security for the seller, but still, you can destroy the value of the business by making bad decisions, and now those shares can become worthless. So that doesn't fully address the seller's concern. And also, it's not real exciting to you because you are making payments on a business. Typically, you want some ownership for that. You don't want the risk that the seller eventually decides not to turn over the shares to you, and now you have to sue to get those shares. So there's a lot of potential for messiness in here. These are topics that we will explore in our next YouTube Live. If you want to get notified of that, the best way is to sign up for our free email updates at aaronhall.com free. You will not only get updates about our YouTube Lives, we'll send you exclusive educational videos that are not available anywhere else on the internet. There's no charge for that. The whole idea is to create value for business owners who are trying to take their companies to the next level. You will also hear about new opportunities in our community as they're rolled out in the future. We're looking at rolling out a community, providing some other educational courses, and so you will get access to all of that first if you are on the email list at aaronhall.com free. One important uh, disclaimer here, I'm not your attorney. This is an educational channel. I do these videos to help you spot issues to discuss with your attorney, not as a replacement for an attorney. My hope is that you can be educated on general concepts, but there's value your local attorney provides that is not available on a YouTube channel like this. The attorney knows your local laws and so that you can get advice on whether the general concepts we've discussed here actually apply in your environment 
and your jurisdiction and how they work. Second, a local attorney can get to know you, your goals, your concerns, your questions. And it is through a conversation with your attorney where the attorney takes time to understand you that the attorney is empowered to give you the best advice for your circumstances. This YouTube channel is educational. We cover generic concepts. An attorney can help give you a customized, tailored plan for your unique circumstances, goals, and concerns. Thanks for joining us today. If you'd like to find out more, check out our YouTube channel. We have a lot of similar topics there. And if you have questions that weren't answered today, I'd love for you to submit them. You can submit them by email or by adding a question in the comments section below. Have a great day.